Hello, Belinda. Hey, Omar. It's so nice to be back with you and Arlene in studio today for our weekly connection. And I'm really excited to try a new format the three of us have been talking about. You know, season three is all about tapping into our poetic imagination and also how do we build coherence together and with the partners that are uh, we are co-creating with. And a lot of this is just unfolding a lot more questions than answers, isn't it? Uh, Questions are in some ways more beneficial than answers. That's what I love about the gratitude blooming cards. It just sort of says like, hey, we think the wisdom's within you. We're just giving you a moment to pause and with nature and with art. And and if you need the questions even, you know, here are some questions to help you. Yeah, some of the edgiest themes of our deck are all about, you know, can you be grateful for the questions before finding the answer? And so I'm excited to introduce our a new segment to season three, which is about just uncovering the beautiful questions that we hold in our lives. Uh, oftentimes, honoring the question is the way through, is the way that we find our way uh, with our hearts. So we're now inviting the community to email us at hello at gratitudeblooming.com with any question that you're holding right now. And it could be around something very personal, like kind of center around an intention or a relationship or a career or job transition, anything that may sort of be sort of a difficulty. And I think part of it is you're not alone. There's probably someone else in our community that is also kind of going through that similar challenge. And so uh, giving ourselves an opportunity to reflect and to lift up these questions and then to sort of discuss them by pulling a gratitude blooming card and to reflect as a, as a community. I'm very excited about this, particularly as we continue to sort of document our empathy and democracy series, our collaboration with the Japanese American National Museum. We have a new guest for our event in October. Leah Endress, who is the co-founder and CEO of Nation Builder, which is like a leadership software platform. And, and she really is focusing right now on what is the practice of democracy? How do we show up each and every day? And Arlene, I don't know if you want to share the definition that you found for democracy, but it was so helpful to just sort of remember, like, what does even democracy mean just at its at root level? Yeah, well, we were having a pre-discussion, right? And we looked it up. And uh, I mean, I believe the origin of the word is, um, well, demos is the people and krasi or kratia is uh, power or rule. So it really, it's a good reminder. I mean, I ha- I had to look it up. I had forgotten what the word meant. So um, it really is about the power in people. And I think that's just as uh, the three of us as co-collaborators and co-creators, how do we recognize the sovereignty of each of us as creators and also recognize that we want to co-create something as well? And so I think this is the why we're having this sort of season three podcast is a real-time reflection of this very real conversation. And don't miss out at the end of our segment uh, where we will have a practice with the music of Gratitude Blooming. And we do have a new song that we just released 
for the fall equinox that uh, we will share with you uh, that is very tied to this theme of emergence and poetic imagination. What is possible when we just make the room for, you know, what, what our hearts are telling us or what we are dreaming of. And so, yeah, I'll, what I'll do is I'll kick off the question that uh, emerged uh, this week uh, on the land. And really, it was this beautiful in- group of intergenerational people that showed up to really practice, you know, how do we transition well with nature as nature is changing from summer to fall? In some ways, we were, you know, studying what the land was sharing. And, you know, in the transition uh, leading up to the day of equinox, the weather started to shift. We went from, you know, sunny, like bright days, and then it started getting cooler and windier and chillier and darker. And so um, even that metaphor of, you know, how do you transition well? from night to day and day to night was really present. And, you know, in the beginning of the retreat, we all kind of held a question for this season of our life. And I was just really struck by how no matter where you were, you know, some people were post-retirement, other people were like trying to uncover their purpose in their 30s. There was one shared thread and I feel like this has a lot of resonance for our listeners and our viewers and even for the three of us, which is, you know, how do I truly be courageous in showing up as my true self and and have some conviction there? Like we, you know, we were a group of mostly introverts. And so it was like even harder to kind of express that and 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 it is hard because we're constantly being told, you know, who we should be, what we should think, how we should live our lives. And so when you have a moment to really be with that question of like, who am I and how do I want to show up in that in that way, it does take a lot of courage. So we're going to pull a gratitude blooming card to reflect that. And I can share my screen. And then who wants to pick the gratitude blooming card around this question of how do I show up with my full sort of authentic self and conviction? I'm going to volunteer Arlene, the artist. And I'm thinking we got to like keep it fresh. I'm going to start from the right side and maybe come in. Oh, wait, well, let's stop here. I don't know what row that is. And let's, yeah, I feel like the ends get forgotten. So maybe the last card, the sixth, first from the right, <laughs> sixth from the left, just All to right. confuse you. <laughs> All right. So does this one sound good? Yeah. All right. Here we go. With, with conviction and courage. Card number 26, the poppy flower representing the theme of remembrance. Remember someone you are thankful for. How can you honor them? And what, does this art look like, Belinda, just to help center people who may not be looking at the card? Well, it's interesting. This is uh, one of the cards in the deck that is a single poppy flower. And it is uh, standing very tall. 
and it is open uh, with, you know, the center flower kind of cupping it's and looking up a little bit and then another petal kind of embracing the center. Um, yeah, it's a very solitary uh, flower. So I feel like it wants uh, to be recognized, uh, you know, in, in its uh, sovereignty almost. Yeah, and one of the things that strikes me about this card is all the little fine hairs on the stem, <laughs> right? Just that little attention to detail of like the furriness just on the stem. And 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 I think as it relates to this idea of remembrance and courage is how do we remember to be strong, right? Like in the word courage coming from the heart, like how do we remember our hearts and I think it's in the small details. What I tell people is like, in gratitude, there are actually no small details. There's only specific details. And I feel like being able to draw each of those little filaments or lines is like, okay, each one of these matters. It's specific. And and I think courage comes from that. Like, there's something specific that is speaking to you, right? And And the conviction comes not because you're just strong in your feeling, but because there's something specific that you're sort of being pulled to kind of recognize, and that might be your own voice, right? And, and that might, you know, and the specific memory might be like, well, when have I been silenced in my life? And where did that come from? And like, how do I break that cycle? Yeah, I have to say when I saw this card come up, I mean, you know, this, I, I, I'm not saying this in a egotistical way, but like, it's sort of a nice to nice prompt to remember who you are, like authentically deep down, right? Like remember somebody you are thankful for is the, is the prompt. Like maybe there's a little bit of having to remember ourselves, like who we are, you know, that core of who we are. And it's kind of funny. I, I never really, it's interesting how the the flower can change based on the context of the question. So now in the context of this question of, you know, how do we find the courage to show up as ourselves? I sort of see the solitary flower. <laughs> it is a solitary flower and there is a core. And then the leaves are sort of um, moving outward from the core. And that's sort of a little bit of how we live right in in community is right we have ourselves and but we are also part of something bigger and so we and maybe the the ways we you know um flow outward it's different than what's in the core so that's i had never really saw the drawing in this way but i wonder if there is some uh insight there for someone well, as you both are talking, I'm really drawn to the stem, actually. And um, Arlene, you drew the stem kind of textured, like I could almost feel the fuzziness of the of the stem going up to the flower as it opens. And in some ways, it's kind of like the throat. It looks like a throat of the of the of the flower as it's like expressing itself and and or the spine even and and it's like, what does it take for to stand in that power, right? Back to this idea of like democracy. It's like, yeah, collective people power, but also our own individual power. And how do we recognize that? How do we know what that is? And I have actually been really inspired by you in this collaboration, because 
you know, you know, as an introvert, like you've really stepped into these edges of like expressing yourself in um, different ways beyond the visual art. And, you know, as we've been talking about our shared purpose and building coherence around this work of gratitude blooming, I feel like you're, you're uncovering what you truly stand for. And so I'm curious, I would love for you to share a little bit about, you know, where you're, what do you stand for in your art and how has that become clear to you? Because sometimes we can't stand for our, you know, who we are unless we know what that is. Well, I love, uh, you talk about the hairs. It's, I, I kind of feel like it's like hairs standing up on your, you know, on your skin when there is a fear response, you know, a little bit. I had never seen that in this flower as well. And yeah, I do think, um, I do think this question, right? How do you show up as your authentic self is a lot about, it is about your throat chakra, right? That you were saying, Belinda, about the stem being like the throat. And I have had, I've done a lot of, um, a lot of healing work myself on my throat chakra. I mean, I used to be scared to like speak, you know, in public. And now, you know, here we are in the, with the podcast. So I do think that, that you need a commitment, right, to do the self-healing work. And it's not easy or it's not quick, but if you do it long enough, I do feel like you do come back to your core. And once you are able to find that core, I think that's where the courage just, you know, it flows more naturally. At, At least that's my experience. And you've been really refining how you think about healing, Arlene. So maybe if you would share your sort of latest thoughts on like, really, there's lots of different types of healing, but you are, I think, are centering on like a very specific kind of way of healing in the world. Well, I I see, I've lately really felt this connection between healing and creativity. I feel like we're all so creative and there's usually something in our lives that happens that makes us um, stop expressing ourselves so openly. And to me, that's, that's the healing I'm talking about. Like, how do you heal the thing that prevented you from, you know, being the creative being that you, you are at your core? And, and so that, that's really, um, that's the type of healing that I'm focused on and most interested in is the type that, you know, helps to unleash, you know, your, sort of inborn innate creativity. And this is, I feel like you're now hitting on this like meta theme of like, how do we go from like empathy and democracy and these public conversations to these very personal reflections and practices that you were holding space for Belinda, you know, with the community of people on the land. And, and to me, you know, it is about this, who are we at an innate level? And, and part of that is that if we are creators, right, we are creative people individually, and there's a sovereignty that comes with that. And, and in some ways we've, we've forgotten how, and we've been forgotten by this idea. And I'm, I'm reading right now a book, uh, The Dawn of Everything by David Graeber and, it's really been sort of pushing my mind as to like how sort of social organizations and cultures have evolved. And, and I, and I think part of it is just 
getting back to, you know, we can have freedom to do things, right? But what does it also mean to have freedom from, right? Like freedom from inequality, like freedom from starvation, freedom from some of these things that might hold us back. And then ultimately, you know, I think it's this freedom to be, right? And that's where I feel like the courage and expression, you know, can sort of thrive at its highest sort of form. But we also have to reconcile that, like, sometimes we are not given, nor do we feel like we're capable of sort of acquiring the sort of freedom to express the things that are important to us. I'm so curious, Omar, for you, how did you summon the courage to be who you are? Because I see you as someone who um, is pretty fearless. Like, I mean, you say the things that are on your mind, and there is not, you know, you do not feel like you filter. And for me, like, for a long time, I felt like I had to check the landscape to make sure it was a safe place before I could really share from my heart. And I think that came a lot from being growing up in a culture where like, we just didn't do that. And it was very uncomfortable. And so I had to like, really practice, you know, in a kind of more rigid, like more structured way, like, okay, you're gonna now speak, you have to go, you know, maybe more like Arlene, what you're talking about, like, it was really more of a practice. So I'm, I'm curious for you, like, how did you cultivate that? Was that always like who you were? And it was just natural? Or was there something you had to overcome? Yeah, I would say there's probably like a couple different strands. One was just checking the box other as a kid, right? This sort of Asian looking guy named Omar who's tall and, you know, 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, um, and I never fit in sort of in an exact sort of community. And so I think part of it was like I, I watched and I had to listen and really kind of like understand where other people were coming from and – and, you know, Arlene, when you were talking about like the hairs on the stem being like the hairs on your arm, and I think you initially said sort of like with fear, but I, I think at a very young age, particularly when it came to public speaking, I would get those butterflies in my stomach and, you know, the hair on my arm. And I think the question, and this is, I think the practice that we're all invited to is like, do we approach that with anxiety or anticipation, right? Like, do we approach that with fear or do we approach that with courage, right? And to recognize each of those things is an opportunity. And so at a young age, I remember getting those butterflies and I don't know if someone told me or this just like kind of how I became to like reconcile it, but I was like, oh, these butterflies are telling me that I care, that whatever it is I'm about to say matters a lot to me at least. And so I always, I just began to look at like, okay, there's those butterflies, there's those hairs on the arm rising. And I'm just going to take that as a remember, a reminder, you know, speaking of this card as a reminder that like, I care and this is how I'm going to show up. And, and that's all I can do, right? Um, I may not give the best speech. It may not sort of land with whoever I'm with, but like all I can do is just try to show up. And remember, and I think particularly now as I've I've gotten older, because I'm these are memories that I'm pulling from like high school and you know starting to do a lot more of those public speaking events. And it was like, okay, now it's like really excited when I get nervous. And I'm like, oh, this is really important, and it's even more telling than ever before. 
I love that uh, reframe of just like the courage comes from saying, Hey, I care. I care about me. And so I'm going to have that courage. Like that feels a lot more available. Well, it isn't even about caring about me. I just cared about whatever I had to say. I remember in 11th grade running for junior class president. And I just found this speech like a few years ago. And I talked actually about like, we're like a flower and we're going to bloom. This is ironic. But you imagine in 11th grade, you know, a guy talking about like, we're like a flower and we're going to bloom. (laughs) And like, it was not this like strong sort of like, you know, metaphor, at least at that time. But it was the best way that I could imagine. And so it's kind of ironic now, 30 years later, to be like partners in gratitude blooming and and really sharing this practice of like, how do we show up like flowers and bloom? (laughs) Full circle. (laughs) So funny. I love that there's a destiny card to kind of be like, yes, this, you were born for this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Well, do we want to pick a card for the community as well? I feel like we we now have this wonderful new practice uh, of inviting a question from the community of the week. And so again, email us at hello at gratitudeblooming.com with your question. And it could be, you know, personal to one of us. We've put ourselves out there in the world. And so if you're like, hey, why did you make that decision? And this is the beauty that we get. We get to ask each other questions all the time. And so we'd love to be able to open that up. And then the second practice of really just inviting uh, a card for the community before we listen to a new song from the Gratitude Blooming uh, album in collaboration with uh, Ariel Lowe and Window Seat. I'm really feeling Arlene's vibe here on the east, on the right hand side. So I, I think we should go on the edge of the right and um, let's go towards the top and... How about the la- the card on the farthest right there in that row? And is there a question or intention you want to share with uh, the community? Maybe it's the theme for this week's song or this uh, new album, Infinite Possibility. Yeah. What is going to help our listeners kind of draw in that spirit of possibility in their lives for this fall? Card number 11, uh, represented by the dog tooth violet and the theme of curiosity. Try being curious about something that feels uncomfortable to you. How can curiosity shed a light of understanding on something you fear? And again, maybe Belinda, if you want to just describe the art uh, as you see it. Wow, it's another solitary flower. And uh, the dogtooth violet's kind of looking down at its stem and its leaves. And curiosity is kind of within its gaze. And so I feel like it's curious about itself or something kind of deep within because it's like the the flower is looking down. And any sort of invitation for people as they think about uh, infinite possibility and curiosity, Arlene? Well, I feel like they're both in our garden of curiosity, right? I think both uh, of these cards came up and they're, they're, let's see if I even, I think it's in our card deck. So I feel like they got paired together and the theme of the garden is to navigate ambiguity with openness to ignite creativity and innovation. And so I feel like it's a nice way to wrap up the talk that we've been having today 
Mm. I'm a big fan of curiosity myself. I feel like it, you know, it's a healthy way to just enter into the world. I think we've talked about VUCA on one of our previous uh, podcasts. VUCA is volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And it's sort of, I think it came out of the military sort of to describe intense situations and in some ways at a more macro level, some of the difficulty of what's happening in the world right now. And so I love this idea of like, how can we bring curiosity to VUCA? You know, like really in a place that could sort of inspire fear, curiosity, I feel like invites sort of anticipation and that just from your own nervous system sort of is helps you calm down and then I think be more open to that infinite possibility. So is there anything else, Belinda, that you want to share before we play the new infinite possibility single that we just released on the fall equinox? Yes, I would say that as uh, you listen to this new song of infinite possibility, practice being present with the sound through your throat. You know, we've talked in uh, previous podcast episodes about the power of humming and how that, you know, literally calms your nervous system. It actually activates like antibacterial fungal things in your, you know, in your cells with your nasal passages. I mean, there's so much science around this, how healing it can be. So I invite you to be with the song with, with a hum or just a, a sound as well, because it is, this one is very dynamic. Beautiful. And let's tee up our new song, Infinite Possibility, in collaboration with Ariel Lowe and Window Seat. Here's to humming infinite possibility throughout your body.
Well, wishing you remembrance, curiosity, and infinite possibility. Again, please send us at hello at gratitudeblooming.com. What is your question? And let's pull a card around it. Excited for what nature has to show us along the way. Beautiful. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.